see, the only thing that matters are the decisions you make and the mindset you have. Gratitude, hard work, patience, these are the keys. My name is Brandon Akira, and this is The Think Tank. What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Think Tank, episode three. So excited. We are going steps up the, the ladder, right? I love it, man. Yeah. I'm happy to be yeah. back. Last episode was a lot of fun it having was. Denise with us, Denise mm-hmm. Coe, yeah. talking about a very broad subject being success. Yeah. But I think that we kind of tackled it in a good way. We gave it we gave it two different lights and, you know, and everything in between. A little bandwidth. Exactly, yeah. which was really wonderful. Today, we're going to kind of get into more of the specifics of success and yeah. certain sort of... Key things that you need in order to in order to sort of keep walking that line and continuing towards that path to success. What are we talking about today, Brandon? Yeah, so a couple of things. You know, tenure obviously is important because commitment. We talked about the power of routine Mm -hmm. and the importance of that of being able to achieve goals. It's important to be self-aware, knowing who you are, knowing who you aren't, and being able to double down on your strengths, finding a team, a core support, whether it's an employer, whether you're an entrepreneur, uh, whether you're starting out a podcast, you 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 want to find people that compliment (laughs) uh, what it is that you're trying to do. And also just being comfortable in your own shoes. That's that's a big part of self-awareness and just trying to say, look, you know, I am who I am. Society wants to, you know, massage all the things that we aren't good at, the things we aren't good enough at. Mm -hmm. And it's very, very powerful for you to appreciate that you are beautiful the way you are. You are great the way you are. You just have to pay attention to those things that you're passionate about. Pay attention to the things that that light your fire and find a way to inject that into whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's that job that's going to get you into, you know, being your your own business professional and your own company, mm-hmm. um, or if you want to climb that corporate ladder, or if you want to be the best person that you can be in your in your family and a family life. Ultimately, um, saying that it's like, look, you can give yourself the permission to do the things that you need to do for yourself, yeah. and that you don't have to always take on the influence of every part of society. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's something that's kind of getting lost in people these days. Is that mm-hmm. they're they're feeling like they have to conform, conform conform to reach these bigger and bigger goals. And I think the one wonderful thing, especially about 2018 and from here on out, is that that's not the way we have to prescribe to things anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like, and and I think a lot of us would agree that in a personal relationship, you have to be good with who you are so that you can be good with good to someone else. If simple, gonna, yeah. In, in your in your working life, you know, you have to be comfortable with your strengths and comfortable with your role and comfortable with your employer if you're going to succeed at work. And when that kind of dovetails into another thing that we're going to talk about today, which is company culture. Big word and, right now. It's a yeah, big buzzword. Huge. It's like all the companies. What does that company culture mean, Brandon? Uh, well, I can only interpret it in my own way. I think it's the heartbeat and the pulse and the soul of a company. Um, I think that. Can you be a little bit more specific? 50 years ago, 60 years ago, it was factories, right? It was the conveyor belt mentality where it was from sun up to sundown. We did this and the amount that we were able to produce and the amount that we were able to push out, that was our productivity. Nowadays, we've got so many variables. We've got computer systems. We've got technology. We've got phone calls. We've got customers. We've got relationships with other businesses and all these different elements that can kind of get in the way of us staying focused or distract us from what's really important when we're trying to drive uh, success in our careers. Mm -hmm. And company culture is important uh, for the employer and for the employee because it says we put the customer and we put the employee first. But how do we do that? So what we're going to do is we're going to talk to someone who has a little bit of insight on that. And she actually works for Lululemon. Oh, and great she company. Has, uh, tremendous experience uh, in the corporate environment. And I think that 
Having that kind of insight will help drive perspective uh, with company culture, the power of it, the importance of it, mm -hmm. um, and also take a look at the importance of tenure and being self-aware and how all of those things kind of correlate with one another. That's great. Awesome. Who are we talking to today? Yeah. Uh, Samantha Carpenter, who is with us here today. Sam? Awesome. Why don't yeah. you come on in? Yeah. Hey, Sam. How are you doing today? Yeah. Good. Good. How are you? Thank Wonderful. you so much Not for, bad. for joining us. Yeah. yeah thanks for having yeah. me on. Excited to be here. Yeah. Awesome. So why don't you tell us a little bit, and you, you and I have had some dialogue, but yeah. um, why don't you tell everyone a little bit about um, who you are, your story, and we'll go from there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a little bit about where I've come from, who I am. So I am actually a first-generation German immigrant, came here when I was wow. 10 to the United States, didn't speak any English whatsoever. I think I knew how to say, uh, where's the restroom and may I have a glass of water. So Very like important. Survival, that's know, awesome because I don't pick up any of that when I hear you speak at all. Oh, no, yeah, that's super up. cool. It comes up. And I love how, can I have a glass of water and where's the restroom? They coincide with each other very well. You really <laughs> help yourself out I know. I can yeah, it's probably two of the most key things in life that you need to know, right? Yeah. Hydration, yeah. right? So yeah, came here when I was 10. Moved to New York, where I learned how to speak English, and then eventually found my way to Atlanta just for family reasons. Mm -hmm. So yeah. came here to Atlanta when I was 14, spent my high school years here, and then really started in the corporate workforce right out of the gate at 19. Wow. So um, 19 years old, got my first position as a receptionist at a financial institution and worked my way up from there. Yeah. Did you always find yourself, you know, that was in finance? Was that something that you were that you kind of fell into? Was it something you were passionate about, you know, from the beginning? Some people are just like, I love numbers. Some people, <laughs> like me, deal with them, but you know, only to the extent that I have to. Second yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's not, it's a career that I completely fell into. It is that cliche of, you know, I didn't go and get a degree. I mm. did not go to college. I learned everything that I've learned in my in my career on the job. Um, That's and fascinating. That was, it was with a yeah. lot of tenacity, curiosity, and just really wanting to better myself, be better for the company. Really just dove into it. I knew I could give more mm -hmm. and I knew I had more to offer. And so I put myself in a position of, you know, just wanting to learn and being available to that for whoever needed it, being adaptable. So, Absolutely. Um, That's huge. That's yeah. awesome. So, That's awesome. And to know that about yourself at such a young age and then to go against the norm of what all of us were doing at 18 and 19 to go yeah. to college that's incredibly commendable sam way to go yeah. that's awesome that's no <laughs> you know, i just think it's awesome uh, i just grew up a little bit different my parents did not really focus on an education that wasn't gotcha. something that was really drilled into them it wasn't something that was hugely important to them it was more important that i go out there and experience the world Mm -hmm. really to them that's, and so that's awesome. and in whatever way and I was kind of on my own a little bit to figure it out so the way that I figure most things out are um kind of going thinking outside the box and walking my own path I've done everything that way always. And, I, and I find it's so interesting when I hear you say this because I've talked to you about you know your time at Lululemon and I my perception of you is such a polished professional you know when you say you have you know 10 years corporate experience you know that you 13 get, Who's oh, counting? Hey, well, she's a numbers person. Thrown down. Numbers person. <laughs> and thank you for listening to the big team. I'm going back to school. Um, but, you know, I, I, it's kind of like, I'm like, wow, okay, so definitely a great representation of Lululemon. You know, I'm very familiar with the brand. Yeah. Um, you know, me being in marketing, I'm, I'm very passionate about understanding brands. Obviously, company culture is a huge point for me. But 
I also just can appreciate the professionalism that you bring to the table. I have a feeling that they look for that. In the last podcast, uh, we talked about finding personal and professional success and being committed to one's work by creating purpose in it. And comparing, you know, someone who's an entrepreneur or someone who's in a small business seat to a larger, more established company like Lululemon, mm-hmm. what would you look for if you were hiring someone, particularly at a company of that size? Yeah. So I think the the most important thing that I look for in a person is really their growth potential. Mm-hmm. I want to see someone that's willing to grow, wanting to grow personally and to really benefit the needs of the team too. So taking that on as a personal responsibility of taking a look at who they are and Mm -hmm. what value can I bring to the team, but really working on that within themselves. And making them think about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just a matter of growth potential. And and us as a company, as Lululemon, tapping into that, seeing it, because sometimes they don't even really see it for themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we do hire younger people. So Uh, They're coming to us at 21, 22, 23, 24 years old. Maybe with less career experience or... Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just being and seeing myself in those those shoes at that age right. and having mm-hmm. more experience and knowing, okay, directing them a little bit or and giving them the opportunities to, to say, okay, kind of fostering that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you know, just in thinking of that, I mean... What I've kind of found with the workforce of today, there's a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm and we talked about this a little mm-hmm. bit, the entitlement, I'm here, yeah. you know, I showed up, you know, where's my gold star, where's my cookie, that sort of thing. A lot of people, and we, we talked about this earlier, where it's like, everybody wants to work for Apple, but not everybody wants to work for Steve Jobs, right? You know, it's mm-hmm. like, if you kind of think back to like Jeff Bezos and mm-hmm. Amazon being started in a garage, everybody wants to work for Amazon, the top of the mountain, you know, but you got to climb. There's no gondola. There's no elevator to it. You know, you have to climb it. And these companies, you know, they have a solid grasp on the kind of professional that's going to help grow the company into the future. But what would you say for, you know, people who they want the autonomy, they want the career path, they want the benefits, the compensation, they want those things that come with working for a larger company. What would you think Lululemon looks for to say, I'm going to entrust the responsibility and the opportunity into this individual, because from speaking to you a couple of times, I feel like you have a good grasp on that. And you strike me as someone that, you know, in any company, specifically at one that represents the brand as well as you do, you would have a perspective on that. What do you think that they would look for? You know, it comes down to what you kind of touched upon in in your intro. And that's really being strong in who you are, knowing who you are and having a true set of core beliefs and values. And I'm Mm -hmm. not talking beliefs like religious beliefs. I'm talking about really knowing who you are and what you stand for. For me, it's been leading with kindness, integrity, Mm -hmm. um, being transparent in what I'm doing, honesty, authenticity. Those things have carried me through my corporate career. Mm -hmm. Um, They've carried me through Lululemon. And those things are things that I look for in a person. And Mm -hmm. I know Lululemon, those are the kinds of people that they entrust with Mm -hmm you know, helping to grow in the company and wanting them to represent the brand. Mm -hmm. I think that's really what, in the end, gains trust with your guests, with your customers, with the outside world, staying strong in those things. And once the company doesn't align with that and with your core values and belief system anymore, then that's kind of time when it's it's time for you to get out. And isn't it it safe to say that you... It's kind of like two parts, right? You have to be aware of yourself, but you also have to be aware of the company you work for to make sure that the time that you're putting in, the juice is worth the squeeze, right? Because you you have to pay attention to those core beliefs, those core values, and if it does evolve in the company to where it doesn't align, because 
I've always been an advocate of, yeah, you know, the company I'm at, I've been here for over seven years, but every day I've got to earn it. You know, you're never safe because no, the, there's no safety net in business. You know, every customer matters. Every, in our case, every patient matters. And in our case and in every business, the way company culture correlates, every employee matters. So let's talk a little bit about tenure because I would say that in order for a company to truly assess whether or not someone is a good fit for the company long term, mm-hmm. they have to see who they really are over time. Even yeah. in an in a initial interview, we all we, we could all probably safely say, "People, I'm going to put on my best face. Of course, I'm yeah. going to bring the best, even as an actor, to an audition." Right. right. But are you going to be a head case to work with on set? What kind of reputation do you have? Is that somebody I'm going to want to marry for three movies? Right. Right. Exactly. You know, for, for a sequel and beyond. You know. So, with your experience, talk to me a little bit about your past experience with why you stuck with that company, why it was important to you when perhaps, you know, if finding your own path was something that was kind of rooted for you um, in your upbringing, what motivated you to stick with that and to keep growing? And how do you think that that has set you up for your future? Yeah, I think the key word that you said there and how you've set me up with this is just really like the keep growing aspect of it. Yeah. Um, As soon as I topped out somewhere, as soon as I felt stagnant, that's when I look for the next opportunity. Right. That's when I think that growth is so important to me. I think tenure just, it's really just shows the, the company and the employer your, a proven track record. You yeah. have to have that proven track record behind you in order for them to want to invest more. Right. Um, and at the end, them investing in you and you investing in yourself is really what's going to produce the best result. Right. Um, so, I mean, I think like, that's not going to happen with six months of experience, a year of experience. There's not a proven track record there. You know, proven there are track other, record. That's so key. It's a proven, yeah. you know, what what kind of results are you driving for yeah. yourself, for the company? Because there are going to be other people that have been there longer that you you kind of can't skip to the front of the line, if, right. you, if you will. And if you I can know? add, like you mentioned that, you know, growth potential is a key aspect of, you know, what someone might look for in a promising professional, right? Mm -hmm. But a great way to do that is first a company, and and this is why I said, you know, Lululemon says, well, what have you done? What kind of growth potential might you have here? Are we going to invest in 90 days, six months of really bringing you up to speed to run, you know, a location or to hire and fire on our behalf only to realize that you're going to skip out? Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think what can happen is that people can look at a company, whatever company it is, as more of a stepping stone than mm-hmm. some, some somewhere to really root themselves. Yeah. And if it is a stepping stone, great. I mean, it could get you. And I think, you know, who knows where you can end up. That's I where know. you have to gauge like the employee, yeah. the and your employer and see if it aligns with, you know, where you want to go. Right. And exactly. you have to be true to yourself and you have to ask yourself that on a chronic basis almost. That's where the power of consistency and routine comes in. I think being able to say to yourself that I'm paying attention to where I'm going. I'm paying attention to where the company's going and making sure those but things I'm... align and kind of taking into, you know, the with the people who are kind of thinking like, well, I could just go over here across the street and I can make like a dollar more per hour, or I could go over here and I could get, you know, uh, a little bit different of a schedule. That level of commitment, have you found that it has driven results in your career? I've never been concerned with how much more money I can get somewhere else or I, building my own schedule, things like that. I think once you step into that mindset of I, I can make a tiny little bit more money there, once it's driven by by money or outside forces other than like you wanting to grow as a person smaller picture versus bigger yeah, picture. yeah i think at that point that's when you're really those negative results can kind of come in that's when you see 
customers falling off or guests falling off or you're not providing a great experience because you're so grasping to that end result mm -hmm. and you're not concerned with, okay, let me just give my best in this moment. Let me mm -hmm. be the best version of myself right. in those moments. And that stuff will come. It'll come. And if you, once you have that tenure behind you and you've proven yourself, at that point, you can ask for those things. You can ask for, hey, you right. know, I'd really like to work from home one day a week, right. or I, I believe I'm worth this now. Right. And these and are the reasons it. why, right. you know, if someone's willing you to, to offer you a tiny little bit more somewhere else, but then you don't even know what you're stepping into at that point. Right. So you kind of, you kind of know what you're getting where you are, but that's, that's where, you know, being committed to a position, paying attention to the people that you work for and realizing that your growth potential along the way has to remain consistent because you're building your reputation. Exactly. And, if, and if, if I'm taking what you're saying, focusing on the work, focusing on your ability to deliver will give you the opportunity to ask or to expect or to command what you deserve, you know, at a time when you find it's appropriate because you've been paying attention to your pace at the company. You're um, stepping up. I think it's interesting. You're stepping up to your own home plate, not somebody else's. Exactly. That's and that's I think incredibly key. Yeah. Uh, to keep in mind. And, and let's let's talk about self awareness because I feel like that just that. Being self-aware and being committed go hand in hand. Tenure and commitment are the key to being able to build a successful career. I think I don't think anyone who is successful would argue that having a healthy routine and being committed to it has been a key motivator, a key a product of their success. Yeah. Um, you seem to be very aware of your strengths and the importance of being consistent with them. Why do you think it's important for a professional to be aware of their strengths and their weaknesses? How do you think companies like Lululemon value self-awareness as a key characteristic in professionals? So it's like Lululemon looking at you know self-awareness and a company like that, but also kind of saying your strengths, your weaknesses, being aware of those things, and how can that drive success for you? Yeah. So self-awareness for me is something that, you know, Lou Lem, yes, does look for. I'm really great with that, probably just because I'm hyper aware and I like <laughs> love to learn and study and I'm mm -hmm. curious about everything. So I'm like very deeply curious about myself. But I think that can also be totally drawn out. Um, some of the best employees and people that we've hired, educators as we call them, are yeah. people that may have come in with a lack of self-awareness. Right. And then just by a byproduct of the environment that they're in, the people that they're around on a daily basis, people that are reading tons of books, listening to podcasts that are self-aware already, they pick that up mm -hmm. because of who they're surrounded by. So it's something that, yes, is looked for, but it's something that you you just kind of fall into because of the environment, because of the company culture that Lululemon has fostered already. Right. And, and wouldn't you also say, wouldn't you also say that um, being self-aware is important? And I'm just, I'm kind of translating this from what you're saying that- yeah you are representation of their brand. Mm -hmm. Whether you're inside the store or outside the store, anybody who you interact with and they you say that you work for a company, well, their perception of the company in extent is a perception you present to the outside world. So you being aware of who you are, but the company also being clear on that is important. And that's where they say, oh, well, this person is a long-term fit. We're going to invest in this person. We'll give this person that big bump. We'll give them two or three people under them because they know who they are and they're going to represent us well. We're not going to have to micromanage no. because big companies don't want to do that. Small no. businesses that are trying to scale don't want to do that. And especially, I'm sure entrepreneurs can relate. If you're bringing in one person, you don't want to have to micromanage them. I mean, you want to know that when they came in and said, I'm able to drive the, the results, that they're able to do that. And that's where self-awareness seems to, to be so important in, a, in one's career. Especially at Lululemon, it's really important to them that you take entrepreneurship 
seriously, that you feel empowered as an person to make decisions on yeah. the fly and feel comfortable doing so, yeah. and feeling elevated and empowered to make decisions that you don't have to run by maybe your manager or right. some red, you know, all this red tape where it takes weeks and weeks of approval yeah. because you know in the moment that's what the business needs, that's what the guests needs to have a great experience, and that's maybe what you need. And um, you know, and I'll say that um, that to me sounds like what we talked about in our last episode about me being an entrepreneur at the company I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and each of those individuals being empowered because with a company so large, they can't have eyes and ears everywhere. And who wants to do that? Who wants to go to sleep at night with one eye open, right? Right. Um, And that kind of takes me into company culture because I feel like in order to really clearly communicate that on a vast level, you have to really have your heartbeat and your soul, the spirit of the company, if you will, in check and be able to clearly communicate that to people who probably will never meet but they all have to represent the company succinct and on the, on the same playing field, right? Yeah. Um, talk to us a little bit about Lululemon's company culture, how you've seen it evolved and what it says about their core values and the message it sends to their employees in the community. Some of the things you've told me about are pretty remarkable. And I'm just curious uh, to, to know a little bit more about that and to share it with our listeners. Yeah. So at the heart of Lululemon, who they are as a company really is its people. It goes back to the people. It goes back to the person stepping in for that job and how can that company pour into you Mm -hmm. so that you're able to give your best to whoever you're surrounded with, whether Mm -hmm. it's your team, whether it's guests coming to the store, your community, but it goes back to, it's, it's way more than stretchy pants. I know they look good. (laughs) Um, Actually, Ryan, I think they look great. Yeah. My pair look great on me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't know. (laughs) Casual Fridays aren't a thing anymore because of me. Casual Fridays have become fitness Fridays, right? (laughs) At leisure. It's a thing. Um, But it's not about that. And it's not just about yoga and it's not just about working out and how much can I sweat and all those things. Those things are great. That does that. There is a huge Certain portion aspect. of that completely to our business. But it goes back to the individual. And is my employee happy? Are the people good? And if those things aren't happening, why aren't they happening? And how can we elevate the happiness on the store floor and in the community? Yeah. So, and it seems like some of the initiatives that they have, I mean, you talk to me about the ambassador program, you yeah. talk, you know, and I mean, honestly, you can't, I hope people are on this website called is Facebook. Is that the app? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Right. And and I see that they have these um, events and if you go to their website, I mean, I've done a little digging and they have events just, you know, where, All the time. like club runs and just things time. where they just kind of support people coming together in the community. And talk to me a little bit about like the, the mindset behind why an ambassador program, because it's not like they need to get their name out there, no. you know? And usually when companies are doing things in the community, it's because they want to spread awareness. Lululemon doesn't really have to do that. So what do you think some of the mentality is behind some of the community events and these ambassadorship type of programs and initiatives they have? So, yeah, like you said, I don't think at this point Lululemon really has to spread its name anymore. And yeah. we also, you know, people really are attracted to us. We don't really have to go find anyone or approach them. So. I asked you that actually once and I was like, so, yeah, how do they recruit? Like, no, they there's, no recruit. there's no recruiting. There's no recruiting. Yeah. You're asked. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> have you um, seen the little symbol, the upside down you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I you know I'm speaking from experience because I was really fortunate. And before I ever came on as an employee at Lululemon, I was an ambassador for the brand and was approached to do that. At, and what is uh, that exactly? And it's really just someone that is kind of kick-ass in the community and who they are as a person. They already fit inside of the Lululemon uh, brand standards. And that's really just having leading with integrity, kind of uh, doing things that are outside of the box, getting people engaged and 
wanting to just better themselves in whatever medium that is, whether it's holistically or in fitness and exercise. So um, it's not just fitness. It's not. So it's not just fitness. Just I mean, it's, it's a full training. body approach, really, okay. full person approach, um, yeah. especially now lately. I think maybe it started more on the fitness kind of level, but as the times have evolved and changed, you know, Lululemon grows with the times, which I really appreciate as a company and, and what they're trying to, to do too. But yeah, I mean, some of the programs are amazing. So the ambassador program, it's a, it's two years of you just kind of getting to play and do what you want, getting people engaged and, and wanting to just come together. I mm -hmm. think at the end of it, it is about community. You know, like in shedding sweat. Shedding you know? sweat. <laughs> yeah. Shed yeah. sweat or shed sweat series. Yeah. So yeah that happens uh, every yeah. Every Thursday night, we all get together and work out. And it's, it's like a month or two months for the summer. Three months. Yeah. yeah it's wow. Three months. And, you know, and I've seen like the video. I've attended a couple of myself. I, I know that they have these kind of things all over. But there's like 60, 80 people. It's 135. Okay. We had right. it well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not wow. exactly counting yeah, yeah. You know, top hats, but I mean, yeah. wow, it's like the word is getting out, out, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's been, Atlanta Magazine's been writing about it. Mm -hmm. um, it's right on the belt line. So you have these bystanders that are kind mm -hmm. of just like, at Ponce, what's going at on? Market, yeah, at Ponce right in Atlanta, market. yeah. And it's just fun. It's fun to come together as a community and say, like, this is what we're doing. We're all doing this together. We're in, we're in it together. And feeling like you're uplifted and with each other around, especially with, with what's happening lately. I think people can feel so isolated or mm -hmm. we need each other, mm -hmm. you know, we need each other. Yeah. So building that sense of community and just a place to go. And it's just, it's more than sweating. It's, yeah. it's, it's building that sense and of And building community. relationships yeah. and maybe getting people comfortable in their own shoes and saying, look, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to go to a gym and get a gym membership. I just kind of want to go and meet people and kind of just navigate. And that also just creates awareness with the brand, but it's kind of like a soft sell, right? And that, that's kind of a healthy mentality too, where it's not always about my interpretation of that. It's not always about take, take, but it's kind of like give, you know, and mm -hmm. by the way, this is who we are, yeah. you know, and, and what you, attracted you to them? I mean, you've come to some of those events, honestly, the people, you know, just kind of speaking mm -hmm. with you, talking to some of the other people, getting to know people in the community and just appreciating the fact that, you know, even if I go by myself, you know, even if I don't really talk to anyone, it's cool to have this kind of common feeling with different people who are in it for the same reasons about being health conscious and that sort of thing. And just knowing that it's kind of like a silent community yeah. and the also perk of you get to meet a few people that live, you know, next door. And the cool thing about Lululemon is they do this stuff, you know, all over all anywhere you can, you can find the brand. Yeah. Um, so in terms of company culture, are there any other things that kind of stand out to you that you find to be just, you know, essential or remarkable about, you know, the brand or anything that they perpetuate in those initiatives? Yeah, I do. I mean, I think on a daily basis, we check in with the employee and with our educators before each shift, you know, we ask them, how are you doing? What do you need in this moment to be your best self? And we just care. I think I, as a manager there, I just care about the well-being. So I think doing things like offering goal-setting sessions, mm -hmm. um, we have an event called Purpose and Practice where you're really taking two and a half days, three days for yourself and diving into who you are, like the depths of your being and taking that time out through yoga, through meditation and offering that at no cost to, yeah. the, to wow. the educator or employee whatsoever and saying, we're going to take care of this for you because we want you to, to have this experience so that you can just go out there and like conquer whatever it is that you want to conquer. And, and how long is that? And where is it? Like, is it a Lululemon kind of facility? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not hosted like the at a Lululemon. Yeah. Right. Like, there's not like an underground club or anything. Like yeah, that. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, we, we get, it's not quite club, but yeah. um, <laughs> 
So it was just held. I, I just recently went to one. It was held here in Atlanta at the West End, and awesome. um, they're a little bit under 175 employees and ambassadors. Ambassadors That's cool. had the chance to go, and we just kind of talked about, did some self awareness exercises, yeah. and try to discover what's my purpose in life. Like, what are those big questions? And yeah. I think that's what Lululemon does differently. We dive deep. There's not a lot of surface level conversation happening, which yeah. is, I think, unique. Um, I think other companies, there's a lot of talk on how can you be a service to the company? Mm-hmm. Lululemon's question is how can we be of service to you? You know, that's, that's, that's really, really fantastic because I think they're thinking macro and long term in terms of the value of company culture. And I think some of the stuff we've talked about really just wraps up, you know, can help people, small business or big, wrap their minds around giving to the employee, mm-hmm. giving to the community and mm-hmm. the long term value in that. Before we wrap up, because I know we're uh, getting to that time, social media is hugely important. I like to define social media as kind of like my digital resume, right? You know, I want to put a real representation, but a good representation of myself, you know? Why would you say that that's important with someone who has tenure, who someone appreciates company culture and considers themselves a professional? If you could just kind of summarize that for us, why would you say that's important for someone who's just starting out in their career? I think just being aware, like you said, that is your digital footprint, you know? Mm -hmm. It goes back to that self-awareness piece. And knowing like what is it that I want to put out because it is personal branding mm-hmm. and is it authentic to who I am? Asking yourself those questions and knowing that, you know, when you are applying for that job, more than likely they are going to look you up on Facebook. It's the first thing that I do. I, they're going to look you up on Facebook. They're going to look you on, up on Instagram. Are those things that I want a future employee of mine to see, you know? So just being aware. And and just appreciating, I guess it just goes back to self-awareness and just knowing at the outset, even if you haven't defined it yet, just be cognizant of how you represent yourself, even on a resume. You wouldn't give in an interview a resume that has, you know, the dog chewed up the corner of the page, right? So I completely appreciate that. In wrapping up, if you had one piece of advice to leave new professionals with, what would it be? So I think the one piece of advice that I wish I was were given and given sooner is get a mentor. Get someone that Great you look up yeah, to. Absolutely. Um, yeah, just somebody that you look up to that's done it, has gone before you, has laid that groundwork for you already that prevents you from some of the hardships and failures that you might experience. And I say do, but you will. You'll fail. You'll fail often. And I hope that you do because mm-hmm. I think that's the absolute best teacher. But surround yourself with an amazing network of people that are going to uplift you, that are going to inspire, that will motivate you to reach that next level, to be your best self. And that at the end of it are going to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. So I think Absolutely. get a mentor, let them pour into you, soak up all of that information and then in, at the end of it, like be a mentor to someone else. That's awesome. And, and you know, I'll say like that's one of the reasons we started the podcast is, you know, it's just kind of like an outreach of mentorship, you know, for people who may not have that or may not have found it. That's what I love about technology and communication today. Yeah. Ten years ago, I didn't necessarily have a way to just access anyone who I kind of admired successfully and say, what do they know? How can they share that? And, you know, so I think that that's absolutely fantastic advice. Thank you so much, Sam. Yeah, it's been fantastic just Thanks getting your insight. Yeah, absolutely. I got to say, I've your understanding of yourself from such a young age and the self-awareness that you've been able to carry throughout has been an incredible treat to listen to. Mm-hmm. Oh, Seriously, I think there's a lot to be learned from and it's not something I hear all too often from people. You remind me of kind of 
of an actor in a sense of needing to understand like because you know in order to be successful in such a saturated market like acting is and how everybody rolls over one day and goes i think i could do this mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the people that i've learned and who i look up to you know, talk about mentors and mm-hmm. and it's who i enjoy working with are the people that have from a very young age been self-aware so that just i'm incredibly impressed and i don't think we could have had such a better guest for I, honestly, such I a don't. topic and, and it really i seriously know, i felt like we could bring all those points together and i think you did a great job at it and if you don't mind you're in your early 30s right yeah yeah i'm 33 yeah so mm-hmm. it, it's great to see that you you appreciate the tenure you still kind of see where you want to go and i can't wait to see you know what happens for you from here i mean i, I know the sky's the limit and uh we want to thank everybody for listening if you want to get to know uh sam on instagram where can we find it, you i'm at samantha carpenter just add Samantha Carpenter, first name, last name, yeah. You, you want to, Carpenter, I think everybody has a grasp on that. You want to spell that first name just uh, in case. Yeah, yeah. So it's S-A-M-E-N-T-H-A. It's a little funky. Unique. Yeah, yeah. Unique, exactly. Spelling <laughs> mistake that never got corrected. So yeah. here we are. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first, yeah. You know? Um, but, and, and if you find you want to learn more about Lululemon and their company culture and brand, it's pretty easy to do that. It's at Lululemon, and they're pretty much everywhere. We'd like to thank you all for listening today. Thanks, Sam, for joining us. Uh, if you like what you hear and you want to hear more, subscribe and please rate us. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't. And we look forward to hopping in the tank next time. Until then, yeah. Thanks for uh, checking us out on the Think Tank. We'll see you guys next time. Gratitude, hard work, patience. These are the keys. This is the Think Tank. You see, the only thing that matters are the decisions you make and the mindset you have.